Becky is out. AEW is sold out. Charlotte is in and Sasha is still in. You sold out. I did sell out. Hello and welcome to Round the Squared Circle. I am your co-host, Paul. And I am your co-host, Griff. And we are here again for talking everything that's going on and obviously Elimination Chamber. That's a thing. Elimination Chamber. So many miles of steel. Unforgiving steel. <laughs> that's the same steel. Oh, I wish um, I'd done the intro and said Kofi's in. I think I missed the trick with that one. No, Kofi. Kofi's yeah. in. Kofi's had a blinder. Um, I guess we'll start off talking a little bit about all elite wrestling whose double or nothing pay-per-view has sold out or event has sold out so congratulations to them yeah sold out um i don't the capacity but i think it sold out in four minutes well they had the pre-sales sold out the day before so a massive amount of them was gone and then the remaining tickets um, went the following day. So, uh, yeah, they done really well. So, fair play to them. I do think people need to, like, relax a little bit. I think they do. And interesting enough, before, like, we went on air, I just saw someone do a post and was like, for all those people that don't want all elite wrestling to succeed... Um, why and I'm like I don't think we sit in the category of we don't want them to succeed we just want the maybe the it's, excitement to kind of every time you mention AEW people are mentioning the WWE and that's where the thing they need to be their own journey that's it, it and it, their if, own thing if all of their fans are just I mean they're wrong I'm excited for AEW I loved All In I think that was even my match of the year was Cody versus um, yeah. Nick from that event. Do you know what I mean? Massive fan, Young Bucks, seen them multiple times, Rev Pro, um, yeah. ROH when they're over here. They're the only two Funko Pops that I even own, the Young Buck ones. So I haven't got an issue with them. But I can't say that. <laughs> but they're fans. It's just like, just stop being so focused on almost like putting the WD out of business and you know, they're in trouble now and you kind of look at it and, you know, all elite are doing good things. Yeah, they smashed it. They sold out another event. But they sold out one show on May 25th. WWE are running about 48 shows between now and March the 14th. Just, just when, when you look at numbers the numbers, of... just, just step back and just stop. Just stop a little bit. There's, there's a lot of years of history for WWE to get where it is and just, just let them be their own commodity and let All Elite be their own commodity. It's the best way to be. You don't need to start bashing either promotion, comparing either promotion. Just just let them exist. Exactly. We're in a world where there can be, like, Impact has been existing for years before that, what, formerly known as TNA. Interesting just... fact about Impact. Do you know that has existed longer than WCW did? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. So WCW as a, as a company 
Because obviously, excluding when they were taking over from NWA, just actual WCW. Yeah. Yeah, Impact was um, around longer, has been around longer than they were. That's mental. Crazy, right? Yeah, that's a very, very interesting fact. Which, I just... I just because someone said on, on Twitter the other day about... Who is it? Who's the owner of AEW? Um, is it... Uh, the, the, is it Khan? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's got more money than Vince and all that, and WWE should be scared. And it's just like... Firstly, Vince, Vince Vince's outgoings probably is absolutely astronomical. Um, it just it's one with being a fan. This Khan being a huge fan of wrestling and he's funding all this, and that's all great. But to kind of be able to do what WWE do week in week out. There's a lot that goes into it, and he'll probably find out the hard way. He's probably hired some really, he's probably hired the right people that know how to do it. I just hope he doesn't get bored. Well, this he is does it. Have I mean, loads of thing, other projects. Like I said, he is um, a massive wrestling fan, and I listened to him on X Puck's podcast, and he blew my mind. And obviously he's been to like Rev Pro shows and we could have even been to the same shows and that kind of blew my mind again mm. and you just so I love his love for the business and the fact that he just used to do like tape trading for ECW and he went to ECW with his dad and stuff like that is just so awesome so he is like totally the right guy to do this but there's a difference between like you know wanting to have a sort of profitable, successful wrestling company to wanting to put WWE out of business. If you're a wrestling fan, like he is, he's not going to want to do that. Exactly. I think they just, just like, need it, to kind it, of I do their up, own thing. Yeah. I obviously grew up on wrestling. No matter what, I love ECW, but your main promotion you grow up on is WWE. So why would you want to put them out of business? It just makes no sense whatsoever. So I don't think no, that's their motive. Oh, massively. Competition for both ways is only best. It makes both companies up their game. I don't know what AEW's end goal is. Are they going to aim for a weekly show? Yeah, the I think they've got it. Are they... I think the best case scenario would be a weekly show on a night that's not a Monday and you basically have these two shows that build up, have two giant rosters and you're left at that exciting stage where you'll have talent like um, Kenny Omega, Seth Rollins, and you just think, oh my God, could you imagine if Seth Rollins went to AEW and we got to see him against Kenny Omega? Could you imagine if Kenny Omega went to WWE and got to see him against like Seth Rollins? Do you know what I mean? That sort of vibe, like we had in like the Monday Night Wars, where you hear like Jericho's contract up and there's rumours that he might be going WWE. Suddenly you've got a Millennium Countdown and he's on the stage staring at The Rock and you're like, holy shit, Jericho is staring at The Rock. This is mental. Do you know what I mean? Or, you know, Jeff Jarrett suddenly Definitely appears on Nitro and you think, wow, Jeff Jarrett was only fighting on a pay-per-view against China last night and now he's on Nitro tonight. This is crazy. Shit like that is, is what I want and what I missed with what two, like, big exposed companies. Get, exactly. What I want to miss, if they can do it right, is you have to watch the pay-per-view to be able to see the people that you want to see wrestle. I think so much in WWE right now, you see, you, you'll watch 
two people wrestle on a pay-per-view and they'll wrestle again on Raw than the week after and Raw the week after that. Like, it's almost like you want to see these two bad enough. You pay the money. Like, that's what they need to be. Let, tease it, but don't show it. Um, and that's, that's where they can try and get you. If they, That's how I would aim for it. Yeah, that's that makes a... sense. Yeah, no, I get that. I mean, like I said, we just see, we just seen them. Um, got elimination chamber, which will we'll come on to like shortly, of all these people, and then all these people just had a gauntlet match on free TV. And I know you got the premise of like cage and all that, but and they're very clever that Orton and AJ were in the ring at the same time. I ju- just. This is it. It, I mean, it's hard to get the balance right. This is it. I mean, you know, WWE are a victim of their own success. All the competition got eliminated. Impact, who are actually having really good product at the moment, aren't considered a threat. So no. they've, they've sort of tried to make their own sort of thing by doing your SmackDowns, your NXTs, and concentrating their own sort of thing. But by doing that, you know, Raw being... Three hours has always been a hindrance to Raw. It is never, yes. It's never been good. It's, it's allowed for some sloppy booking because you've suddenly got an extra hour that you have to fill. So you just do stuff that people don't necessarily want to see. And, you know, interviews might go on for like five, ten minutes longer than they should do. You know, and it, it's just stuff like that. I mean, first of all, massive well done to the Revival winning the tag team titles. That's amazing. But even that, People like Ava, a Revival quit. They were going to AEW. That's the reason they got the belts. It's like, who, how, who knows? How does anyone know? None of us work there. No. I don't know what was said. Is Ambrose leaving? I, I can only go by what they've reported. If they say yes, then I guess he is. But, you know, is Maria Kanellis and Mike Kanellis really tried to quit? I don't know. I don't work there. They said they haven't. So, it's just so easy to like spread rumours. I mean, obviously, Jericho and Batista, um, a picture of circulate with them because they're friends. Are they just friends? Is Batista going to AEW? Um, I don't think so. I know that I wouldn't necessarily mind Batista going only because I don't think WWE love him like they should. Yeah, it depends who Batista, who WWE plan to have Batista... Well, it would be, triple, it'd be Triple H, wouldn't it? Because they've planted well, the seed. You don't know if he's fit yet. You don't know if he's... I know he's kind of... Yeah, he won't. ...training a little bit, but he's still got a torn... He's just recovering, isn't he? I mean, and with, obviously... Um, with, with Batista, it can only be Randy Orton or Triple H. In the same way, I don't think Orton... I don't think Batista will come back to lose. Well, he lost last time, didn't he? So, it all depends... But that wasn't as a one-off, like, he kind of won the belt. He won Rumble, won the belt. Uh, I, it's a bit different as come back as a one-off. Yeah. I don't think he'll come back and want to lose. Yeah, no, I get that totally. But it's um, it's a crazy situation. I mean, like I said, it's, it's sort of mania season now, so it's going to start to hit up. The the gap between Royal Rumble and Mania is, is a lot lot bigger than I ever remember it being. Exactly, I don't remember being because um, they got a fast lane pay per view after this, yeah. and I don't remember that. There's usually one pay per view 
after the Royal Rumble and and before the um, it's usually Fastlane is in between Rumble and Mania, but yet they've squeezed a, a separate one in. But even like little things like they're doing wrong, like um, Ruby Riot. She's I know we'll get to it, but she's fighting Ronda on Sunday, and it's not they've even. They've got announced on Twitter. They've got announced on Twitter. <laughs> It's got announced on Twitter and it's such an afterthought of a match that it's embarrassing. It really is. And, and obviously, you just think uh, Ruby Wright's doing, she's on like decent form. It shouldn't, you shouldn't go into a match basically saying it's a title match but she's got no hope whatsoever of winning this. He's okay. It won't, it won't be about Ruby Wright because already Charlotte's come up and she's going to be sit there. She's going to watch. She, she's going to be sitting at ringside to watch unless um, Ruby, Ronda. Unless Ruby wins it and then you suddenly got Charlotte versus Ruby Riot, <laughs> and it's, Could just, you imagine? it's just a massive. Yeah, they won't let Ruby Riot be the first person to beat Charlotte Flair. That's it. And I know, I know you can bet on wrestling, but there's, there's no way in absolute hell that Ruby Riot's winning the belt. No, there is absolutely no. Way. It's the most pointless title match, like on the card. I think so. Um, Speaking of the card, do you think it's a good time to go through Elimination Chamber and make a few predictions? Yeah, let's go for it. Have you got it in front of you? Yeah, I think we'll, we'll go. We'll leave the two chamber matches till last. Oh, yeah, let's, let's leave them till last a little bit, and we'll start. In my mind, we'll, we'll go least important to top. So I'm not going to go Wikipedia order. I'm just going to do least important to right. most important. So we're going to start with. Strowman versus Corbin. Um, I, I, I'm not even going to, yeah, straight. I'm not even going to say my lack of excitement that this is on the card. Yeah, I mean, this is um, another one. It's like, what? Why? They, they fought a couple of months and ago, what, and if Strowman wins, he got the title shot and all this, and you just think, why are we going back to this? And what annoys me even more is this is going to be on the main card, and yet Buddy Murphy against Azawa is on the. Um, the pre-show, which let's just, but yeah, we'll, we'll come to that in a minute. So lack of importance. So yeah, Strowman versus Corbin. I think we both say Strowman. Yeah, we'll probably destroy Corbin. Really. Um, next up, Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor for the Intercontinental Championship handicap match. Um, I can probably see Finn Balor pinning Lilo for to retain the belt. Um. I mean, you could beat Leo Rush. I don't know. I think the, the two versus one is the get-out clause for Lashley to do it. But it, they just should. They should after his performance last week, uh, last month at the Royal Rumble, Balor should be allowed to just win the belt. He should be because you can't just keep sort of flucking them up and down like that, or people get bored. No, you need to slowly build him up then when you come out of Mania he's got someone if Rollins beats Brock someone that he could go straight into a match with so, yeah so I will say what I want to happen which is I want Balor to win but I don't think he will but I'll say Balor yeah I'll, I'll go Balor but uh, the extra Could, prediction would be he pins, he pins Rush yeah um, next up we have the Usos against are they are they named the best tag team in the world? Um, I thought they were Ms. Man. Are they Ms. Man? Well, the best um, tag team in the world. I think it works. I think Ms. Man, the best tag team in the world. 
big tag team in the world. Um, uh, I, I, I say I want the Usos. I, I do, you know what? I do think the Usos will win, um, and it will start the tension for the Miz and Shane, probably for the Shane's like normal match at Mania. I'm guessing we're not going to get the Miz and Daniel Bryan um, at Mania, which oh, is light. a massive fail. They're light years apart from everyone at the moment. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I think the Usos deserve it. Um, I just you can't have Shane McMahon as a tag team champion like week in week out. So I, I want the Usos, and I'm going to go for the Usos. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the right time for the Usos. I kind of look at it and you sit there and you think, um, if the Miz and that do it, then it's almost like it's cute and it's a joke, but it's, it's gone too far. Yeah. They, they can beat the bar in a one-off, but if, actually start, if you actually start having Shane McMahon really properly competing and cutting down the tag division, it starts to get like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, exactly. So, yeah, they need to. So, we'll say um, the Usos. And next up, um, Ronda Rousey versus Ruby. I'm guessing we don't have to discuss it, really. I'm guessing Ronda. Um, but I suppose Ruby could win it by DQ because there's no way Becky Lynch isn't walking in that arena. Something's going to happen. Um, I, don't think, gonna... I don't think Becky Lynch will be in there. I just think it's going to be a clean, easy win for... Um... Ronda, I think it's be such a nothing match, and Ruby's which doing, is a shame. Ruby's doing so well, but uh, yeah. yeah, I just think she's gonna, um, yeah, yeah. Ronda's Ronda will retain no matter what. Yeah, um, Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa. Uh, Murphy. I think I do like Tozawa, but I think Murphy will hold it to Mania. I was going to say that there's no one really. To super challenge him at the moment. No. No. So, I, I yeah, we both think Murphy. Um, then we'll go for tag team elimination chamber match for the inaugural WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. you got Nia Jax and Tamina versus the Riot Squad versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville versus the Iconics. Versus Bailey and, Bailey and Sasha Banks versus Naomi and Carmella. I'm throwing it out there. I know Sasha Banks and Bailey are probably massive, massive favourites, but I, I I just see a heel tag team winning. I want the Iconics. I think they'd do great if they had the belts. Um, same way as I'd, I'd probably like the Riot Squad to have the belts as well. I, ju- I, ju- I just don't know. I-, I-, I don't want. I think Sasha and Bailey are destined for singles competition again soon. I think it's just too obvious it's going to be them. I mean, my way of thinking is I mean, from the moment this was announced, I predicted. For any match or anything, I predicted Tamina and Nia Jax would be the first tag team champions. Yeah. I said that a long time ago. I'm sticking with that. But that being said, I would like to see these belts on SmackDown because I think like SmackDown's getting really shafted at the moment. 
with all of their top female talent just casually walking over to Raw for no reason. I understand Becky, but Charlotte just going on Raw for no reason when you've got a whole female roster on Raw that could have been picked. Why would you pick someone? What's the point of having brands? Exactly, and you've got Oscar's not even booked. Yeah, why not? Why not pick Oscar, the person that beat all the others? Why does she not come out and at least tease Oscar versus Ronda, which would be a champion versus champion? Spark everyone's yeah. interest. No one would see that coming. It's just, um, yeah. So I would like to see, like you said, iconics or. Mandy and that I think is great but realistically I'm going to stick to my original prediction months ago and that is Nia Jackson to me to do it because they will be the biggest heels and then Wrestlemania um, Bailey and Sasha win it and they get to do the whole big sort of moment in the ring that makes sense and then we come to the main event I assume it would be the main event and not Ronda um Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship it has to be right. Um, Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles versus Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton versus Samoa Joe, and newly included Kofi Kingston because Mustafa Ali has an injury. Um, Kofi Kingston did great the other night. He's a, he's the um, MVP of the week. He is the MVP of the week, and it shows I think. The new day need to have his day, and these guys need to go back to singles runs. I think they can stay as a group and just encourage everyone. So basically, just have almost one faction. Yeah, exactly. They don't need to all this split up and go singles. Like when Xavier Woods was in the um, tournament for the US title, it was it was fantastic. The videos they were Mm. doing it was so entertaining. They just need to have these two just get behind Kofi and. And push him, and it'll just work out great. Going for the predictions, if it wasn't for the fact that they made a brand new title, this could be like anyone's game. Um, I think Kofi's amazing, and I know everyone wants him to do well and get this and do that, but um, SmackDown was Kofi's moment in the sun. That, yeah. that was his, realistically, he's not, um, Daniel Bryan retains. He he's the best thing on SmackDown at the moment. I think Bryan retains, and I think because there's rumours Luke Harper's like ready. I wouldn't be surprised if Luke Harper, like Aaron Rowan is, will be Daniel Bryan's kind of two guys. I I, I don't know. I I see a heel. You got to have a little bit of a shock on the card, and I think Luke Harper returns and helps Daniel Bryan retain. Yeah, I mean, even though it's in the, even though it's in the chamber and everything, there's going to be some controversy. I don't see Bryan winning it clean. Uh, no, I mean, chamber leaves it open to have a little something crazy and all yeah. that sort of stuff. But yeah, agreed. I reckon Bryan wins. I don't know all the ins and outs. I can't really... I just, yeah, I think Bryan wins. And then at WrestleMania... I'd like to see him against Samoa Joe, but it's going to be hard to get that because it's hill-hill. I, I, I can imagine AJ Styles against Brian again. Oh, I can't see that. It'd just be crazy. It would be crazy and a little bit lazy, really, but at the moment, I, I just think... It's the hottest thing out there for him. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, anything That's else? It. Yeah, anything else you want to bring up? Were you fairly happy? Yeah, fairly happy. Not happy that the man apologised on live TV. That bad attitude lasted long. <laughs> but um, yeah, just excited for Illumination Chamber. Yes, yeah, it's, it's always um, it's always a great event. I mean, it doesn't have to be brutal, but you get a few nice spots. Kofi in there is going to be exciting. Kofi and AJ Styles in there is going to be crazy. So I'm excited for what they do. And everything else, make sure you follow us on Twitter at underscore Sports Arena and Squared Circle SA and Instagram underscore Sports Arena. You can go to zazzle.co.uk or .com slash, well not slash, search Sports Arena and look for some t-shirts. And if you're a bit, and basically, yeah, just get involved in our conversation. If you check our Twitter accounts, we're pretty active, chatting away. So um, get involved. I'll be back next week with Elimination Chamber Talk. Exciting. Bye. Bye. And welcome to the Sports Arena Event Centre, where on ReCW this week, we're up to Hardcore TV 88, the end of 1994. And we're going to see the Pitbulls with their important message from the bad breed. JT Smith returns to take on Stevie Richards, a special feature on Extreme Warfare. Dean the Shooter Malenko versus Ray the Surfer Odyssey, plus the public enemy Paulie Dangerously, and more. Don't you dare miss it.